Hey family, this is Nate and welcome to the If Nothing Else podcast. I just want to say thank you again for being here. This is episode number one, hopefully of many. And I'm, I'm kind of laughing to myself because I have gone back and forth trying to make this episode, uh, trying for it to be perfect in the way that it sounds, the way that it's presented. And that's the story of my life when it comes to a lot of things, but specifically this podcast. And I thank God that I have people in my life that, that said, Nate, hey, I know you want things to be perfect, but you just got to put stuff out there. And even if it's if it's not where you want it to be, if you don't have the microphone that you want or the program that you want or the topics that you want, you, you still don't know who this could impact. And that's a life lesson, right? You don't have to be the perfect version of yourself to influence somebody in a positive way. So I want to say thank you to every person who encouraged me, who supported me to do something like this, because here I am. I'm finally putting this out. So today I thought this would be an opportunity really for, for us to get to know each other, right? You get to know a little bit more about why I decided to do something like this. And really it stems from an experience that I had about three years ago at work. So I've been in education for about seven years now, whether in the, in the public school system, um, now I'm in adult education and, and really communication facilitating talking to people, inspiring, encouraging. That's my thing. That's what I love to do. It brings me fulfillment. So I found this job where all I, all I had to do really was like give people resources and making them the best version of themselves. And not only did I get to do that, but I got to talk about God in the process. It was just the, the best of both worlds. And we were teaching this curriculum on trust, but for me, the most important part of the curriculum was when we talked about purpose. And it really, it, it was a small part of this, this, this overall theme, but I, I took ownership of it. I loved it. I think my coworker saw that I loved it. So any opportunity they would uh, have to kind of give me that, that topic to speak about, they let me do it. And, and I thought I was doing a great job. I'll be honest with you. I, I patted myself on the back. I thought I was changing lives. I thought I was this superhero of a facilitator. And then one day everything kind of changed. So what I usually did was I would facilitate teach, but then at the end I would stay or kind of stand at the door so people could give feedback. They like to talk to you, kind of tell them, tell you how, how that class impacted them. Right. And I love that. But now that I think about it, I kind of go like, well, why did I love it? Did I love it because their lives were changing or because it made me feel better? And, and that's something that as I, as I kind of reflected, I was like, wow, what, what was the reason that I would stand at that door? And one day after teaching this class, thinking that I did such an amazing job, this woman that was in her late fifties, almost 60, she came up to me in tears and she said, Hey Nate, can, can I, can I ask you a question? I said, Absolutely. You know, me thinking I have all the answers. She says, well, what if I don't know what my purpose is? I'm almost 60 years old and I don't know why I'm here. I've tried this. I've tried that. I still can't figure it out. What if I don't know? And here I am thinking that I had all the answers, this amazing facilitator. And I get asked this question and I didn't know what to say. And granted, I listened I prayed with her, but I realized at that moment that I had to be careful because if I wasn't careful, I could do more harm than good. 
I, I love this analogy. Somebody told me this a while ago, this illustration, that as facilitators, especially teaching something that is heavy in content, or this could be any, any area of life. You could just be a husband. You could be a teacher. You could be a, a Bible study leader. If you open something up, you're, you're kind of like a surgeon, right? You are bringing forth this content. You're opening up. You're trying to fix things, and then you have to put them back together. But if you're not equipped or you don't have the time or the capacity to open them up, find what's the, the problem, but then the most important part, put them back together, you can set them up for failure. And that's what I, I kind of felt like I did that day. I told her in the class, well, you need purpose. Purpose is so good. There's all of these benefits, but I wasn't willing to provide them or, or give them the breadcrumbs on how to get there. And granted, that wasn't my job. I, I couldn't give them their purpose, but that's what this podcast allows me to do is not just like try to wrap around uh, a 45 minute segment on, okay, this is your, this is what purpose is. This is why you need it. And this is the benefits that come from it. No, it's, it's more than that. It's, it takes time. You have to walk with people to kind of understand and develop and cultivate their purpose. It's not something that you can just, uh, put a, put a nice ribbon or bow on it and just provide to them in a small class or a conversation. No, it takes time. That's what I realized that day. And that's why I wanted to start this because I'm able to use things that, that bring me fulfillment, right? Faith, leadership, and life, put those all together and hopefully give that to you. And that's why I say propel you towards your God-given purpose, something that you use to help deepen your purpose, walk in your purpose, or maybe even find what that purpose is. Because here's, here's what I think that we do in our, in our society. I think we romanticize the, the ideology of purpose. Now, let me say that simpler. We try to make purpose something that's this beautiful thing. And once I find my purpose, I'll make more money. I'll be happier. Everything will be so much better in my life. But that's not the case for, I would say, the majority of people. I would say a majority of people are constantly searching for something. Let's be honest. Like I said, whether religious, spiritual or not, you are searching for something. And in that process, in that process to purpose, it doesn't feel good. It doesn't always bring you gratification. It doesn't always... Uh, answer your questions. Now, if you would allow me, I want you to just hear a couple verses from Psalms. And and I understand that not every listener is going to be a Bible-believing Christian. I get that. For me, my worldview is shaped by what I believe in. So is yours. Just because we are different, that doesn't mean that we can't add value to the conversation, to add value to our lives. Okay? So in Psalm 66... The writer is speaking about the Israelites, God's chosen people. So if you've ever seen the Prince of Egypt or remember anything in vacation Bible school or Sunday school, remember Moses, you know, let my people go. He took them out of Egypt, crossed the Red Sea, um, and then they're on this process into the promised land. And you have to know that these people, the Israelites, God's chosen people, it is through them that Jesus would come and save the world of their sins. So if there's any people who have a purpose, it's these people that we're going to talk about right now. Okay? So what the what the author is doing is not only remembering what God did, not only 
thanking God for for bringing them out of of uh, of exile, bringing them out of slavery. But the author is also going to talk about what they went through. And that, that's well, that that is huge because when we talk about purpose, we like to talk about how I got to this amazing point and how I'm fulfilled, but many of us may not want to hear how long it took or how hard it was, and that's what the author is doing, okay? So go, if, if you, you're following along, if you just want to hear, I'm in Psalm 66, and I'm going to read from verse 10 to verse 12, okay? Three verses. For you, God, tested us. You refined us like silver. You brought us into prison. You laid burdens on our backs. You let people ride over our heads. We went through fire and water, but you brought us to a place of abundance. So here you you see the author trying to depict or to illustrate what they went through, right? That, That thought of you tested us, you refined us. And I'm not a jeweler or I don't I don't do much work with gold, but I know that the refining process, there's there's heat, there's pressure, it's difficult, it's uncomfortable, it burns, it hurts. And that's what the the author is trying to say. You you put us through some difficult situations. It didn't feel good, it was uncomfortable. And in fact, you were the one that brought us into prison. And that's a reference to to Joseph. In Genesis 39, where he was put into prison, he had this purpose. He was going to help save people, yet he had a, a prison process. He had gone through pretty much hell on earth. And even later in Genesis, he says, what you meant for evil, God meant for good. So there was always this plan, even through those difficult times. But here's the part that I love. Here's the part that I love. He says, he says that, you let people ride over our backs. You laid burdens on us. We went through fire and water. But what? You brought us out. You let us in and you brought us out. There was a reason you let us go through this. Now, let's, let's, let's break this down a little bit. You may not believe what I'm saying as far as the religious context. I get that. Okay. Let's separate that. Okay. You've gone through difficult situations in your life. Why? Ask yourself, why have I gone through this? And hopefully it was because it's it's making you better. You've grown through the process. You've been stretched. And that's what's happening here. The author is saying, you've let us go through prison. You've put people to march over our heads and laid burdens on us. But guess what you also did is you let us out and you let us out into abundance. Wow. Now the Bible speaks about abundance prosperity, but it's not like what we think about. The abundance that they're seeing is that it is through them that other people are able to be saved through Jesus Christ. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Think about that for one second. You're saying, I went through all of this. I went through all of these tests, these difficult situations, and I'm not even going to see the result of that. I'm not even going to see what my purpose resulted to and how people were saved. And, and it was my accolades and, and what I did that let people get to, to, to the promised land or to, to see Jesus. I'm not even going to, to see that yet. You may or you may not. And that's where we have to shift our idea of purpose, of prosperity, of abundance. 
you know, in my life, I always thought success was going to be the promotion. It was going to be the house. It was going to be um, the esteem. Maybe one day I'd be this amazing influencer and my YouTube channel and my podcast would just would just blow up. And that's what a lot of our young people deal with, right? We want to be influencers. We want to live that lifestyle. But what if your purpose is to work a nine to five? You don't make hundreds of thousands of dollars, but guess what? You raise an amazing family who loves God, loves people, and they may not see generational wealth through your through your son, through your grandson, but maybe later on the line, there's abundance and people are able to live comfortably because of what you did generations back. What a concept. What a concept. So that's what I want us to impact. I want us to redefine, rediscover what purpose is, what abundance is, what success is, and, and really come to the matter of fact that what I do should benefit someone else. What I consider success should be how I contribute to overall society. What I consider to be purpose is to know God and to make him known to other people. And like I said, you may not agree with everything that I'm saying, but you still have purpose. There is a reason why you are here. And I want to be able to walk in that with you. So uh, if nothing else, I want to leave you with this. You may be saying, Nate, I'm still looking. I don't know. I'm trying to figure it out. And what I'm going to say is that is completely okay. Now, you don't need my permission, but I'm telling you, you're okay. Because I guarantee you, most of the people around you, whether they'll say it or not, are in the same boat. We are all searching. We are all looking. And some of us who may even think we know our purpose, that's going to evolve as we get older. The most important thing is that while you're in it, make sure you're making other people better. That's really what we are aiming to do. I don't want to keep this too long, um, but I do want to say this. I do want to say this. If something resonates with you, if you ever want to reach out to me, if you ever have questions or maybe even thinking about another topic for the future, please feel free to send me a note, uh, whether through Instagram or you'll find the email in the description. I'd love to hear from you. Like I said before, this is an opportunity for you to get to know me better, but I want to know about those who are listening. So never hesitate to reach out. I'm praying for y'all. I pray that you're intentional and available to make others around you better. But hey, if you don't know it all yet, it's okay. We'll get there. We'll walk through it together. God bless you. Until next time. Talk to you later.